I'm your host, The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about manga, anime, and everything in between. This week I'll be talking about Tentopa Guren Lagan. It's so unnatural, but oh boy, I just finished the show. I I have to say before I even start, I did not think it would be that good. I, I did not think even I would be recording it right now. So it's like two and a half in the morning. <laughs> I just finished the last episode. Oh boy. And I finished it in like, I don't know, two sessions of... I did not think I would like it so much. But oh, it's just a masterpiece. I, I will get to that. I'll get to that. I'll try to compose myself, I had to pipe down a lot because the, the end of the show is so emotional. The whole show is emotional, but anyways. Uh, so, first things first, uh, spoiler alert, I will be talking about the most important plot point in the anime that happens in the 8th episode. So, it's the like near the end of the first season. The whole show has 27 episodes. I think it has between 2 or 3 movies show was made by Gainax in partnership with Konami the music is a original soundtrack I don't know if made by or just uh, produced by Sony music it went from April 2007 to September 2007 just to uh, ready um, just to set the mood right uh, the anime is made was made to be broadcast in a kids show slot so you see some uh, let's say it's not so focused on the story let's let's put it like that uh, it's not so much towards the story and well that's the stats I think the Pretty pretty minimal stats uh, because I, I want to cover more things. I don't know how how much time I will need to explain everything I need to say. So first things first, why did I watch Guren Lagan? Why did I watch Thing Thing Topa Guren Lagan? Oh man, it's just um, so the thing is right. I wanted to talk about Studio Trigger. And to talk about Studio Trigger, you have to talk about the anime that walked so Studio Trigger could run. And for the foreseeable future, foreseeable future, I say, but uh, for the next, I think, two months, two and a half months, maybe, I'll be talking about just Trigger anime. Because I, I love them. I, I am a, fan, a fanboy of Trigger. I... Oh boy, I, I love their anime so much. Although the latest two, the the being or or at the very least the ones that I remember being the latest two, the being Darning the Franks and Kiss Neither, they are kind of misses in my book. But the studio still still has a good track record with me. I mean, I would not I would not be talking about. This anime in specific uh, for the foreseeable future, I don't know how to reveal it. But if you ever want to see a, a huge metaphor for a story of a studio, look for Inferno Cop. Inferno Cop is the the apex of the Studio Trigger way of doing stuff. It's it's so bad, but it's still so good. Anyways, I'm getting sidetracked already. I, I didn't even start. So, oh boy, how do I how do I even start here? So, what the story? What's the story in Guren Lagan? So, Guren Lagan is the story of two guys, Kamina and Shimon. 
that they live in this, let's say this, um, another dimension Earth, right? That they live underground. And coming in Shimon is more of a scaredy cat kind of guy. He has no confidence. He really just lives for himself in that being uh, he has no friends, no no people near him. He, his parents died in a tremor and again they live underground so they never seen the the sky, the sun, not even anything. And Kamina uh, Kamina is uh, how do I say that? No, and this is the thing, right? The, the first thing I, I need to... No words that I put here in this, in this episode. No words can explain the way that Guren Lagann works. It's just a masterpiece. It's not even... Uh, it's not describable. You have to see it. You have to vibe with it. You have to see the vibe. You have to, to feel it. Uh, Kamina is the sole the embodiment of the shonen anime, the shonen manga. Kamina is the one guy who will always, always defy authority, will always, always look for a way to make the things impossible, possible. And that's the, that's the core of the show, is this, this spirit, this hope. It's about having hope. It's about if there's a will, there's a way. All the show in itself, it's all about that. If you ever, ever feel down, if you ever, ever feel depressed, if you think you can't do it, watch this show. It will up your spirits. It's so hype. I, 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 I am most times uh, kind of a gloomy guy. I, I just walk the line right I, I live my life man how much did I did I love this show from watching it it gives it gives you the that urge to get out there and do stuff it gives you the I don't know man I, I could just I don't know <laughs> go outside and punch a tree and think that I'm in Minecraft because because I can't do it right I'm not even making sense already and it's been like seven minutes in the recording but uh, Kamina is I took the note here it's Johnny Bravo with the redeeming qualities and that's the that's the next part right so the first episode we meet Kamina and Shimon in their um, village they say in the they basically live underground in, um, let's say, a hole in the middle of the ground. So they don't, they just have the ceiling. They can't see uh, the surface. And Kamina has this thing where he's, he believes that the surface, the surface exists. And the uh, village chief says he's, he's an idiot and that the surface does not exist and all. And... Kamina gets Shimon, and, and this is the thing, right? Shimon has this drill, and they they have this drill just to... I don't know if they expand the village, if they get uh, minerals from it. It's never really explained by the, by the whole show, but they do uh, digging as a day job. And eventually, uh, Shimon comes across this little drill that eventually comes to be, becomes the most important item in the whole show but okay and then Kamina gets him to try to dig to the surface and then they fail uh, Kamina is apprehended for some time and and then things start to get rolling when for some reason the ceiling collapses and from there falls a mecha. And he tries to kill everyone. And Kamina just defying all expectations. He grabs the sword, the chief's sword. And imagine like that. The mecha is like, uh, I don't know. Imagine 50 times the, the, his size. For more even. 100 times the size. And he with just a katana just says, Yo... Who do you think I am? I'm gonna defeat you. And, and 
it's just this is the the first scene that you get the spirit of the show, right? But then obviously he gets blown away, you know. And then appears Yoko. Yoko is the main uh, female character for the first half, and she also becomes the she's the main female character. But well, I'll get to that. And she has this Barrett uh, 50 cow, 50 cow that shoots uh, electric stuff. It's never really explained, but it apparently can be fired from the hip with no recoil and it damages mechas, whatever. And and also, yes, her, her attire is, let's just say, pretty nice, pretty nice. And and then they kind of get this thing where they try to um, defeat the mecha, but also no. And then Shimon s- somehow finds this, let's say, little mecha that starts with his mini drill that he found earlier. And then they can escape and defeat the, the mecha. And that's pretty all right. That's the first... The first um, a big shot of the anime, the first episode is just they, they defeat the first guy and discover that the surface is real, they see the blue sky, the sun, and discover that other people exist outside their village, and that there are people on the surface, and that the mechas they fight, they, f- they fight every day, I call it Gummen, and that Gummen always try to kill humans uh, on a daily basis and that's the that's the siege for the first episode so second episode they meet with Lidon which I it's never really explained whether it's a guy or a girl non-binary whatever eventually you just get with the times they they don't force so much like they do in other animes because it's um a kids show for the most part and then it's basically the main mechanic of the the whole thing and then we get to so episode two is the find this uh, the uh, yoko's village that's ritona and oh um quick aside right for this anime and kill like you and other things related to trigger they do this thing where they try to play on words with the character names. I don't know enough Japanese to understand all. I know that in Kill Q it's pretty prevalent, all the play on words with the character names, but I don't know if Guren Lagan applies to that. Anyways, uh, so first three episodes is about uh, this thing where they they meet the surface, they meet the first two characters outside of the the first village, that they eventually become the group, and they become the Guren. How was that? The Guren Brigade. There is the group of people uh, looking for defeating gunmen, gunmen being the mech, mechas, and saving humanity, for the most part. And already you can see with uh, Yoko being introduced that Kamina has this thing where he has no, let's say, uh, in 2020s manners, you would say he uh, absolutely harasses her. And to be a credit, that's that's true. That's true. He straight up just harasses her way on. But at the same time, he's kind of, um, let's say he's not mature. He has, I think the, the canon is that he has like 17 years and, and he didn't interact with girls all his life. So it's pretty, um, he acts like if she was a man also. That does not translate well if I explain it here, but if you see, it, you get it. So, episode 4 already, I have a quick add-on. Episode 4, I don't know why, I saw this on Wikipedia, Wikipedia, but they had a different animator for the episode, and it kind of got um, controversy online and all, 
back in the day, so 2007 on Twitter, and that made the it's this is a side right that eventually led to the um, vice head of Gainax to resign. Quick aside, um, back to the to the show. Episode four is where they learn of the let's say the main main rival for the series that is Viraru. Uh, right, so to explain Viraru, Viral, I would say. Um, so the gunmen are piloted by this beastmen, they say, man. Yeah, and beastmen are all forms, all sizes, but Vira is more of a close to being a humanoid. Actually, he ha- the only uh, beast. Uh, qualities he has is the fangs mostly so anyways and through the and episode 4 is his presentation basically and he has this thing where he can fight Kamina head on because Kamina is, is this stubborn reckless guy with his uh, unbreakable spirit and then he finds someone who can face him head on with also one unbreakable spirit and eventually this will develop into something more but for this part he's the main rival and and then through episode 5 6 and 7 and mostly till 7 right they uh, get acquainted with people that eventually become the Daiguren Brigade that is uh, the group that eventually gets to be the the group that frees humanity from the underground, but I'll get to that. And so episode seven forward. Episode seven I, I, I should say episode six and seven the episode six already uh, let me just just give a this is a good add-on actually because Episode 6 is a bust. Episode 6, you could, for the most part, uh, skip it. I already say that. Because episode 6, from what I could uh, research, it was done, then shown to the sponsors and the the guys, the higher-ups, right? And then they they got the cold feet of showing that on a, on a time slot for kids. Because it's the onsen episode, and the subplot is obviously the guy trying to spy on the girls on the onsen. Uh, so the episode is kind of a bust uh, from the middle to the end, and uh, it becomes more of a let's say it becomes kind of a recollection episode. So it's just a whole lot of scenes of the first episodes that come before it. It's pretty busted, it does not really add to the story, but anyways, at this point already you can, you get to meet the the first, uh, the another rival from for Kamina, that is Kitan. Kitan is, uh, <laughs> I'll get to him eventually, and okay, so episode 7, episode 8, episode 7 they come across this, uh, let's say, this huge gunman that is a fortress. It, it's The design of the mechas are really, really wild on this anime. It is so nice to see. You, when you go like, what the heck? Like, it's not meant to be practical. It's not meant to be useful. For the most part, this anime, you, you cannot... Uh, think with logic for the most part for the most part I say but the whole point of the anime is that some things j- just do not need logic the the whole spiel for this part is that uh, to Shimon to control Lagan that is the mini the mini gunman that he got is that he needs force of will and hope and the that burning flame of let's get it done the the urge to 
punch a problem in the face. He needs that. And for the whole anime, that's the that's the main power source, let's say, for the whole thing. And so, uh, throw logic out the window, that that doesn't belong here. So episode 7, they come across this, this gunman, and Kamina just looks at it and says, yeah, I'll get that. That would be mine. Will be mine. And then they they really go against it. They get um, let's say a, I would say a bunch, but it's not a bunch. It's the first uh, Guren Brigade. There is a uh, collection of random guys that just appear, and then they go against the the thing. In episode seven, it kind of becomes yeah. Um, yeah, they will get it eventually, but then there is this uh, this part right uh, the whole spiel for this show is that Kamina is the ideal of hope of uh, facing problems head on, of uh, getting over obstacles. Nothing is impossible. Everything that that has a possibility to be done can be done. This uh, unwieldy unwavering kind of desire, urge to do things, uh, this hope, never-ending hope, and Shimon at this point is really a scared cat, he really needs coming at us as an emotional support, to the point where on episode 7, uh, so yeah, at this point uh, Kamina, Shimon and Yoko are traveling together and all, and Shimon at this point has like, I don't know, 10 years, 10, 11 years, and Yoko's already at her 17th, 18th year, and she has that. The attire is pretty important. Let me rephrase that. The attire is pretty important for this. And she kind of already has a crush on her. It's not. Uh, you can see, right? But then it comes to the point where on episode 7, she kinda wants to confess to Yoko and then he sees her kissing Kamina and then his um, his moral is destroyed and he becomes nearly nearly useless for the battle and then we come to episode 8 episode 8 they start the battle and all and they start the battle to get uh, that the moving fortress of the gunman and at some point the the big boss of the fortress comes out and the way he comes out is and this is the big point uh, spoiler alert already again he kills Kamina Kamina dies on episode 8 and yeah it is pretty pretty oh boy it's so emotional at this point you may say too early I I kind of feel it's too early to him to die, but at the same time, given the what happens after that, I I kind of can see why they did it. I don't know, man. It's um, it's kind of hard to say actually. To me, it's kind of early, but not really. I would have given it one more episode, maybe, but. Then again, I don't know. But with the this strength after Kamina dies, with the strength of the fury of Kamina dying, killing the guy, mind you, uh, Kamina died, but took the the commander of the fortress with him, and with this newfound uh, fury. Shimon gets control of the of the ship, of the moving fortress, and back it up to episode nine. Episode nine is the beginning of the. Uh, so when we talk about um, this kind of shonen anime, anything really, there's this thing where the the journey of the hero, right? So there's the peak. Uh, that's the the good thing. There's the slope where they they find the obstacle where it destroys them, and then there's the uh, rise again where the 
the hero eventually gets out of this loop. And this is the this is the full slope, right? The the whole cliff actually. <laughs> so for episode nine and I think ten, uh, Shimon is is completely destroyed. He his world is wrecked without Kamina. He's f using uh, Guren Lagan. Uh, they already got Guren Lagan. That's the the mecha. They've already got it and. Shimon is just using his fury to pilot it, but eventually Lagan, that is the head, uh, gives out on him because there is just uh, too much energy coming out, and and eventually he he becomes useless. The he cannot even move it. He cannot uh, turn it on. And depression episode basically. But then appears one gaming that they have to fight and it's a uh, whatever gaming that, that's not the important bit the important bit is that uh, with Lagan being kind of uh, more or less useless at that point um, Shimon kind of uh, he falls on a uh, how do you say that on English um, in English Let's say it's uh, he falls into a ravine with a whole lot of let's say boxes, right? And one of the boxes that gets thrown out when he gets close, he the opening the keyhole, let's say, on the on that box tries uh, begins to resonate with his mini drill, and when he's he opens it comes out a uh, new girl, uh, Nia, and, and that's the f that's one of the the things with Trigger. Uh, this is a big aside, uh, but I need to say that if I want to uh, create a line with the next episodes. Uh, this is a Gainax anime, but the people who worked on it eventually uh, made Trigger, and their style is unmatched. Uh, trigger anime has have the most style of all anime of all um, studios you can always pinpoint the one made by trigger it's uh, it's a funny thing I, I really like that that shows personality I think and the thing is right when the girl comes out her name is Nia her color palette is out of whack with the rest of the anime. It is so... Uh, it's so symbolic to me that she's the agent of change, actually. She's the... She's the, the cornerstone where the anime kind of starts get, get running. It's hard to say, but uh, in an anime that uh, relies on... Uh, um, Reds, um, contrasting blues, contrasting yellows, and all. When she comes out with pastel colors uh, on her hair, her different pupils, and all her style is just—it's just so symbolic. It's the agent of change for me, at the very least, and. TLDR, right, she comes out and she does not know anything about the surface world. And she kind of becomes this emotional support for for Shimon for a whole for the rest of the series really, but for this part she she kind of helps him uh, notice that yes, Kamina is dead. Yes, you are not like him. Uh, but you need to go on on your own way. You have to have confidence on yourself, and and then they get back to the to the moving fortress and go about their lives, right? And so for this part, Shimon's kind of still depressed. Uh, Guren Guren Lagan is the main the main mecha that the brigade uses to fight because it's so much stronger than anything they got. But at the same time, the only person who can use it is Shimon 
and then we get to this part where Nia not understanding how the thing things in the world work how people work she kind of uh, helps him just notice that yeah Kamin is not around anymore and he eventually uh, let's say um, some episodes later right uh, be, um, one of the generals of the beastmen that was a friend of the first one they killed appears and tries to kill Nia and Shimon not having access to Lagan at this point he, he still can't turn it on he runs to save her even though she he, he okay, oh boy even though he does not have anything to fight with he runs barehanded just to save her and eventually yeah people, uh, someone appears with a uh, gun and uh, saves her but she noticed it and she comes to talk him, to him later and say yeah I know that even though you are uh, barehanded even though you are powerless right now you try to help me and I appreciate that and eventually Shimon kind of gets up to the fact that yeah he's not Kamina and he he needs to to move on he needs to get over that that slope and that's when we and and I'm glossing over a lot of things right um, there's this whole let's say one episode of the this one beach episode where uh, Yoko kind of has this um, conflict with Nia that she kind of uh, begins to um, she kind of gets this jealous jealousy because she thinks that she's being substituted as the main female it's I I can't explain it good well but again I urge anyone please watch the anime so good and I'm glossing around and uh, I'm just jumping from plot point to, to plot point because I I need to get to the to the meat and potatoes already so they they have this thing right where they fight all the generals eventually and they want to find the beastman city to free humanity to kill the the spiral king they call it spiral king by the way is nia's father just the the add-on and and they they are trying to get there and all right so episode I think it's 13, 14, and 15 is the, let's say, the, the pre-battle and the battle for the the, cap, the Beastman capital. And in that, you see that, just the, the highlights, right? All the fights in this anime are so well animated. Uh, it's so well animated. The soundtrack's so on point. And then... Oh boy, it's it's awesome! It's awesome. So the thing is, right? They they get to the capital and um, they get to this part where they have to fight the 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 Sparrow King, and he comes out with a uh, uh, gunman, really, really like uh, looking like and acting like Guren Lagan, but he has kind of a scorpion vibe to it, kind of scorpion vibe, I think, and the. The fight's awesome. The fight's awesome. It's just uh, mecha trading punches and all. It's oh boy, it's so good. And eventually, yes, they do. They do uh, defeat him. The the um, the citadel is kind of destroyed and all. But then, before he really dies, he comes out and says, "When there are one million monkeys." the moon becomes the messenger of hell and then at this point is is the end of the first season right the first season is episode 15 and i have to actually add uh, add one thing because it becomes a plot point really and it's one of the the emotional points for me because i really start to hate him so in between this thing where they um get to meet the people who eventually become the Daiguren Brigade 
they come across this village where there only lives 50 people and there is this high priest there is this um let's say this kid with the high priest the, there's a guy in his i don't know 15 years and the other citizens and the the village is peace poor it's worse than the first village that Kamina and Shimon lived on and it's pretty pretty oh man it's it's sad it's gloomy it's horrible and then they have this uh, this whole thing where they have this uh, let's say a religion where there is this uh, face god on the wall and they think that all gunmen are face gods and but that's the not the the important bit right the important bit is that first thing uh, Kamina does not like the the high priest the guy who governs the village and he every time there is they see each other Kamina almost almost start a fight they uh, eventually ask uh, Yoko to cover up her let's say attire again and then there is this whole thing and, and I I cannot say I mean I am surprised that they showed something like that on a kids time slot but there is one idea that uh, there only there can be only 50 people in that village every time it exceeds they either throw them on a hole to meet God or in that case that uh, Kamina, Shimon and Yoko appear with uh, Guren Lagan, they send uh, people for the, for the surface in that case they send uh, Gimi and Dari who are two orphans with no relatives and boy it's, it's messed up it's messed up and at that point, right, uh, Roshio, that's the, the kid with his 15 years that helps the high priest, Roshio volunteers to go with them to take care of the kids. And Roshio, and this is the thing, right? Why, um, why does Kamina does not like the, the high priest? Because he represents the fear that that we have that crippling fear of uh let's say if you don't want to live you want to survive and to survive is not to live so they don't try to advance their ways they just live that peaceful way with no hope of getting something better of not knowing something better and and that piece is coming out really really hard. And Roshio, eventually after after Kamina dies, he becomes the pilot of uh, Guren because yeah, Lagang is piloted by Shimon, but Guren has to be piloted by someone else. And Roshio eventually gets to be the the secondary pilot, let's say. But then we get uh, to episode 15, they capture the city. Uh, the Spyro King says that one million monkey thing. And episode 16 is a thing that they also do on Kill la Kill, but not since I have seen they do it. It's the summary episode, so it's an episode basically just to retell the first season basically so then we get to episode episode 17 this is where i really really start to hate hiroshio with all the fibers of my being it, it it is not even close i mean oh boy so seven year uh, there's a time skip of seven years and they already built a, a big city uh, called Kamina City in memory of Kamina because he's a symbol of hope and freeing humanity and obviously Shimon gets to be the let's say a commander-in-chief aka the president and Roshio is the secretary but then oh boy oh so uh, things get messed up because 
Shiu basically transforms himself, even though he got to know Kamina firsthand, he got to know Shimon firsthand, he got to know that uh, throughout their adventures, the one thing that solved everything is punching, punching problems in the face and having hope and striving to live better, to find that tomorrow. Even though he knows them all, the, he becomes... Uh, he cultivates this crippling fear. He becomes afraid of that warning that... Um, uh, the Spiral King gave before he died about the one million and then he starts to do everything behind uh, Shimon's back which is pretty nice if you if you know what I mean it's oh yeah it's really healthy for uh, the government and he starts to get uh, way more involved in trying to control the public rather than to do something and for all intents and purposes, I'll leave any traces, anything you can um, compare to reality to you guys. I, I don't want to, to get to it here. I don't like reality as it is, yes, but I don't want to get political in any way. Back to the enemy. So, and Uroshu gets to be this uh, micromanaging ass... And, and and then we get to this part, right? So there's this one uh, hidden counter, let's say, that counts how many humans are in the planet, and it hits the one million. When it hits the one million, and it hits one million when the daughter of one of the guys from the original brigade uh, is born. So it's more of the poetic kind of thing. When it hits one million. She just hits the fan. So a uh, uh, random mecha just spawns in the middle of the city and starts wrecking everything. everything. And then they they have this, uh, let's say, this uh, squadron of uh, Green Lagoon copies. They say they are improved, but to my knowledge, not really. And they try to stop him, but... He basically is immune to normal stuff, normal bullets and all. And when Shimon gets gets to see the destruction, he just hops on Gunilla Gun and just wrecks his stuff. But the thing is, right? If you ever played Halo, you know that. But he kills, uh, he destroys the mecha. And when the mecha is destroyed, he drops. Explosives. If you ever played Halo, you know the um, uh, grunts running with grenades on their hands. Even if you kill the grunt, the grenade's still there. And wrecks a whole lot of stuff, and then uh, riots begin and all. And then comes another one, and oh, and just to add to the to the pile of things already happening, uh, for some reason, something happens with Nia that she kind of. Uh, she's the messenger of the anti-spiral and then we get this exposition that actually the spiral force is the the will to evolve the evolutionary force that um, all life forms have and the anti-spiral are spirals that somehow just just broke their spiral and don't want the spirals to leave and then they they kind of explain it like uh, so the spiral force is the will to evolve and expand and eventually that comes with the with the thing that you expand so much you, you evolve so much that uh, you destroy yourself right and then spirals when they were spirals they noticed that and they swore to destroy all, all the spiral life forms but then again, that's the story in, in this anime doesn't really matter. The thing is, right? The the, the actually it doesn't really matter. The 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 oh boy, I am getting all mixed up here. The thing is, the anti spirals are the culmination of the crippling fear 
of having to survive that we have the this uh try this when you stop striving to live and you fight to survive and the spiral force is the will to live is the this drive that we we fight we hope to find a better tomorrow that's the that's the two clashing things here and and in the midst, midst of that Roshi is is kind of try to control the public try to control the public try to uh, get to power because i don't think the cur the current uh, administration is good you know and he arrests Shimon for no apparent reason and that's that's messed up man that's really messed up and 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 i would say like from episode 17 to i think it's episode 20 21 before the the brigade really gets together again and finds their gunman and starts to fight in between that uh, when Roshu is in the power trying to do the things his way and eventually come to the realization that he cannot save everyone and even if they he tries just to survive with a few people he will not be successful I, I just hate Roshu for that part uh, and it it is really really just pure rage right <laughs> because he's just an asshole at that point he he's he takes off the only way that humanity has to protect itself he he does not seem a way to solve the problem he wants to s see a palliative solution for the problem so he doesn't actually want to save the earth he wants to uh, let the earth be destroyed and try to run away that's that's not the way of this enemy and this is the thing right the way of Guren Lagan is not that the way of Guren Lagan is punching the problem in the face and from so there's this thing right where from episode 20 to episode 23 they try to evacuate the earth but because the they eventually find out that the moon is going to fall on earth and destroy everything destroy its crust so it will become only magma for an year and Roshu uh, gets this spaceship um, like that was uh, was left there by the Spyro King and get people there but he eventually finds out that he will not first get all the people had that he wanted to save and second uh, the guys who are the anti-spirals who are trying to kill everyone they already have a blockage on space so no no go and at that point right uh, Shimon's in prison everyone's trying to get together to fight again And then Yoko appears after six years of being, uh, let's say, undercover as a teacher because she wanted to cultivate a bright future for her kids. So she became a teacher for what seems to be, I don't know, one year? I, I think it's one year. But then she notices that uh, she has to save people. And then she sees Kitan fighting. And yeah, where's Shimon? Oh, she he's still in prison. So she gets him out of there. And also in prison, who else is there? Vidal. Because, because he apparently became immortal after uh, getting to know the story from this Fire King. And so Vidal becomes the, the pilot of Guren. And then Guren Lagan's back, and they get the the brigade back together, launch themselves in space, fight the guys, and from that point on, right, uh, to episode 23, they fight the fight all the inspirers that are, are attacking Earth, and they get control of the moon, 
before it collides with Earth. And actually, the moon was a huge gunman, also left behind by the Sparrow King. And then they have this whole exposition that actually the Spiral King is from the original uh, uh, Spiral race, the Spiral, the Spiral Knights that fought the Anti-Spirals, but then they lost and then he became the, he had this thing where he tried to lock everything, everyone underground to conserve the species and the, ra- and the planet. And then the Anti-Spirals installed a whole human extermination program on all the galaxy and from that point on from episode 24 on after this whole dump and uh, everything get uh, everyone getting together again uh, Roshio eventually gets a punch in the face and, and this is the thing where that I love about this anime right everything that could be a let's say the get up slap right the wake up slap Actually, it's the most exaggerated punch out of nowhere. It's awesome. When uh, so Doshu, he understands that he kind of screwed up, and but he's consumed by the guilt, and he tries to, let's say, uh, get in the forever box. But before that, uh, Shimon finds a way to cross space-time to teleport to him, get out of Guren Lagan, and just punch him straight in the face just to wake him up, just to snap out of it, god damn it. And, man, it's just... Uh, it's... Uh, I mean, it's screwed up. It's really messed up. The the whole situation is pretty messed up, but the the way that they resolve it, it's so so nice. It's so I it has that high spirit, that hype, that yeah, that's the way. The I I can't explain it in words, but it shows that uh, even though you messed up, even though you make mistakes, you get. You don't have to punish yourself for all the mistakes. I, I mean, I mean that's uh, that's uh, that can be debated. Uh, the, his uh, his ways are really not uh, justifiable for the for the ends. So the the means do not does not uh, the means do not justify the ends. But the message is pretty good even then. And the scene is pretty animated for a, just a wake-up punch. It's really nice. So they all get back together. They, they really just get uh, everything ready. And they get the spaceship and go to the um, to the moon. Because at that point, Nia is captured by the Antispirals. And Shimon at that point needs to get her back. That's it. And from episode 24 to 27, I don't, I don't really need to tell you that the the way it, it ends. The only highlight I would say is that the moment that they start to throw galaxy, galaxies at each other is so, it's so extra, it's so exaggerated, it is so hype, it's so nice to see that. It's oh boy, it's so. I, I like the words to say that, but <laughs> it just it just show the amount of spirit that the anime has. This thing where it doesn't matter really the um, the story at that point. It doesn't matter to it doesn't need to make sense. It doesn't need to have a connection with reality at that point. The the amount of random science effects that they they just throw at the window it's just uncountable and and even then you're still watching because you want to see the fight you want to see the the absurd things that will come out of their their force of will how much they they have this force of will to thrive to defeat the bad guys to to get things done to see tomorrow and yes, they eventually rescue Nia, 
and the ending is bittersweet as heck. And oh, I hate the ending. Okay, I, 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 the the very ending, I hate it. I hate it. But that's because for all the lack of romance that he has, it does not have the li they lived ever after at the end. And I hate that. I hate when there is this only sliver of romance. I, I hate it on all romances that I read or watch, but every time the ending is not uh, happy, I really hate it. But that's besides the point. So I spoiled all the the main, main point points. I glossed over most of the things. Again, I urge you, please, 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 give it a watch. It is that worth it. it the, the whole thing. The animation is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So well made. So nice. Even the summary episode, they do the explanations by hand. They show, they doing the title cards for the episodes. It's so nice. Please just watch. It's... It's a masterpiece. In my opinion, it's a masterpiece. And <laughs> over. And the, the the thing, right? So, what is the conclusion? What's my opinion? What's the? And I think I, I don't even need to say my opinion. Really, the already uh, told you about it. I just remembering everything that I just watched. Um, just. I don't know, just this thing, this whole having hope, showing that we can do it. Even though it's the most fantastical thing, it's absurd. The, the, the definition of plot armor, pl uh, plot convenience, whatever. This anime is, is healing. It, it is healing. If you are down in the dump, please watch it. It will get you better. I guarantee the animation except for episode 4 I'll give it a 10 just for that the story eh, given everything I would say probably a 6 or 7 and soundtrack soundtrack's a 10 soundtrack is straight up a 10 the the OST made by made by Sony was awesome Awesome, 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 so awesome, goddamn. And oh, what else do I need to say? <laughs> I don't know what I need to say. I already said it. The whole plot of the show is having hope, is striving, striving for a better tomorrow, facing problems head on, punch the problem in the face. That's the good and one way. The drill that will pierce the heavens. That's the that's the model. The the even though problems will arise and you will have to face them you cannot run away you have to face them head on that's the the whole message that's the the whole anime actually the whole anime is them showing how uh, you cannot run away from your problems you want you have to face them you have to you, they will eventually catch up to you, so you have to get in there and just finish it. I don't know what else to say, really. I don't. I don't know what else to say. I, I, at that, at this point, I am at a loss for words, for better for words. I don't want to milk it much more because it's already one hour of um, recording, and. Anyways, so final remarks. Oh, go watch it. Just, just that. Just go watch it. So, first things first, right? Uh, for the ending, I open a Discord channel for the podcast. I want to discuss with people because I eventually come to the conclusion that I will not receive a, an email about anything. And right, I. I prefer Discord either way, but uh, creating a community Discord is kind of a kind of an 
an ordeal. I don't have nitro and I don't know people who can be mods for me, so it's pretty... Eh, let's see what, what happens. So join the Discord, link is in the description of the episode and the uh, podcast bio. Outside from that, if you're on Spotify, please follow me, please give a like. If you are on YouTube, thanks for watching, please sub and like too. And if you are on Apple, please, I don't even know what Apple statistics are really because my my dashboard is really strange. Anyways, so like, sub, whatever, if you can, if, if you want. Uh, share and thank you for listening i'll see you guys next time bye